The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, hello. And um, so, in our continued discussion of the exploration of the Satipatthana Sutta, we're spending time now with the refrain. There are 13 exercises in Satipatthana Sutta, and we're staying now with the first one, which has to do with breathing. But as this uh, practice of breathing becomes uh, more focused, more uh, awareness grows, then that awareness is available for insight. And that's what the refrains are about. So let me kind of uh, repeat what I've said a number of times now, that the exercises are an engagement, a way of practicing that uh, is meant to heighten our sense of awareness, to to bring more clear awareness, stable awareness into the present moment. And uh, in this case, breathing is helping us establish awareness in the present moment, present moment awareness. And uh, uh, the practices of knowing, of feeling, of relaxing, are all there to support our ability for awareness to become uh, stable in the present moment. Soft awareness, open awareness, clear awareness. And um, and so when, uh, when that starts becoming stable, that our awareness, our mindfulness, and then uh, the description, and the way we know we're kind of ready for the insights of the refrain is when we're able to abide observing our experience. And so the language in Pali is viharati, V-I-H-A-R-A-T-I. And it's, um, it's, uh, it means to abide or to dwell. And it's used uh, in the teachings of the Buddha for, um, kind of for uh, when one's, once awareness is strong, once our capacity to stay present is really stable and we're then we can abide in different things. We can abide in equanimity. We can abide in calm. We can abide in deep concentration states. We can abide in mindfulness. We can abide in awareness. And um, and so this word abide is actually a very rich, important word in the suttas. And um, it's it's the kind of pointing us, it's kind of indicating where we're going with mindfulness practice. We're not. It's not only about being mindful of our experience and seeing it clearly for what it is, that's very important. But it's also about uh, developing this capacity to have present moment awareness so we can abide in it. And we can abide in our experience. And uh, it goes along with observing. Uh, observing the experience. And um, and this observing, as I've said, is... An, is um, a very spacious, clear seeing that is not interfering or judging or reacting or fixing our experience, but we just kind of settle back and just kind of see it clearly. That's, now we can start seeing it clearly for what it is in a clearer, clearer way, because by abiding, we're not attacking. By abiding, we're not reaching forward to grab or pulling away or doing stuff with our experience. We're just abiding with it. 
And that allows us to come to this place of just uh, perceiving things in a very spacious, relaxed way. It's not easy to come there, but this is what the, these, the exercises, the mindfulness exercises in this text are supporting us and helping us to get there that way. And, you know, it uh, sometimes takes a long time to keep doing breath meditation and keep coming back. And it's so beneficial to do, do this. And then eventually we come to a place where the benefit starts uh, becoming that uh, we could feel this abiding way of just being present. The reason why this is helpful in, uh, for the purposes of this path of liberation is that it frees up the mind from being fixated on concepts and ideas and stories and opinions, um, imaginations that we have. And um, so, uh, for example, um, uh, to use my, my example I've used now a number of times of uh, watching a river go by, just sitting on the banks of the river, watching the river go by. And then, um, but then, you know, the mind starts thinking about the river and, and start thinking, well, this river is not really flowing in the right location. If it was a hundred yards further to the south, um, it'd probably be better there. It'd probably be nicer to sit there and look at it, to get more sun during the day. And, and we start thinking about ruminating about this river and and as we think about the river, we're thinking about the river, but we're thinking about the concept of the river. We're no longer actually just watching and deeply absorbed and watching the river in and of itself. As we get absorbed in the concept of the river, uh, the concept of, river, of the river is just a concept. And that has a certain kind of permanence to it. Uh, the concept maybe doesn't change so much. It's just the river. But if we kind of wake up from this rumination and sit back on the riverbank and, and back to the river itself and just see the directly with the river, we see that the river is actually a dynamic process of change. It's moving and flowing and, and, um, and all the time. And, um, and it's the moving, and if we sit back and rest, it's the moving and flowing that allows us to settle back and just rest and be soft and relaxed and uh, sometimes letting go of our thoughts and letting go of anything else, just absorbed and watching it go by. That we can to, we cannot rest back and be absorbed in a nice, restful, abiding uh, way if we're caught up in the thoughts about we have to move the river and how we're going to do this and how much it's going to cost and who do I write to to make this happen. The mind then is kind of active and maybe even a little bit straining. It's work to have those thoughts. And so... So uh, as the mind softens and relaxes and the thinking mind does, stops becoming a priority that uh, we have to figure out everything or by our thoughts or think everything out, but we start relaxing enough to start being with, not with concepts, but with the direct experience, then we start watching uh, the changing nature of things. So it's kind of like watching... Um, seeing a single fall leaf fall from a tree and then uh, immediately thinking about, you know, oh no, now I have to sweep, soon I've got to sweep my yard and it's going to be a lot of work and and um, and uh, maybe I need to buy a new rake and, and then I'm kind of caught up in a world that doesn't allow me to really appreciate the, the wonderful 
fl- uh, flowing down of the leaf. And, um, and then as the, maybe the wind picks up or as the fall gets stronger, um, a lot of leaves begin falling at the same time. And I, and I can't just fixate on one leaf falling. I just have to sit back and just kind of uh, watch in a very broad, spacious, receptive way all the leaves just falling and falling like snow just coming down. So these, this is, um, uh, as we develop this practice, it turns out that so much of our experience of the body, our direct experience of the body, is more akin to the river flowing or the leaves falling than it is to a fixed concept. And often we live in the world of fixed concepts, ideas, and we're relating to what's happening in our experience through the lens of these concepts and ideas. And even the concept of breathing, inhale, is a concept. If we... If that's not, uh, if we're not fixating or focusing on that concept, but rather experience the inhale, experience the exhale, we see that the inhale is made up of many, many different sensations that are coming and going. It's kind of like a river of sensations that flow through us as we breathe in, as we breathe out. And we start seeing that there's actually the, uh, uh, you know, I, I've, I've sometimes done, I had trouble with my breathing in meditation, and I got so worked up about my breathing was wrong, and I was, you know, like, why can't I breathe better? And and uh, what I learned to do was not to worry about these kinds of thoughts, but rather to dip down into the contracted breathing, the the tight breathing, whatever difficulty I had, and just kind of start feeling it directly the experience itself. And the experience itself, sooner or later, you see it's actually made up of a lot of different small sensations that are coming and going into existence. They're there for a moment, they pass away, they come back in a moment later. The sensations of inhale are different than the sensations of exhale. When the inhale stops, all the inhale sensations have passed away and the exhale sensations begin. And... um, and it might, you know, sound boring that you're just kind of being involved in these sensations, but it's uh, uh, as, not as, you know, it's just like watching a river. It's not to be relaxed and just absorbed in the beautiful uh, flow of the process of the dynamic nature of experience. So in this refrain then, um, as practice deepens, then it's, it says, it uh, explains, one abides observing uh, to use shorthand for today, one abides observing the changing experiences of the body. One observes the arising and passing of experiences in the body. And um, not that we're searching for it and trying to look for change. It's more like, you know, you're not the river looking, you know, trying to search for how's the river changing? How, you know, what's... It's more like you settle back and relax and you can watch it change. So as mindfulness gets well established, as the awareness is established, and we can abide in the, in the present moment in a way that just observes in a spacious, relaxed way, what we, be, what we now get tuned into, attuned to, is the changing nature of sensations in the body. And, uh, and now the practice opens up in a different kind of way when we open up to seeing this changing nature. So we'll talk more about this because this is a, a, 
probably the central insight of insight meditation, uh, the insight into the changing nature, the inconstant flow of sensations, and um, why it's so important and why it's so central and um, and appreciated so much is probably not so obvious to people who are kind of uninitiated into this world. seems like there's much more important things to do in the world than look and see how things are changing in the body. And uh, But I'll talk more about that tomorrow and uh, go, go a little bit further into this uh, particular section of the refrain, which that says, Abiding, one observes the arising experiences in the body, one observes the passing away experiences in the body, and one observes the arising and passing, the rising and ceasing of experiences in the body. So um, that's for tomorrow. So thank you very much.